You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. And I'm Andy Smith. And we are doing the fight recap for UFC Fight Night, Poirier versus Hooker. Damn, Gina. Dude, why are we... Why are these fights so good? I don't know, but they were absolutely extreme. They were kind of spoiled lately with these no, they've fucking been, cards. Dude, ridiculous. Well, let's fucking get right into it, dude. We are going to get right into it, and we're going to start off with the main event, Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker. I, after the first two rounds, I, I, I'm like, there's no way it's going five. There's Damn. no way it's going five. I would have bet... No. I would have bet a lot that it wasn't going five fucking rounds. Dude, it, they were throwing fucking bombs. They were going 100% for the first two rounds. It was ridiculous. I've never seen, well, not never seen, but you know, every fight is always like the fucking yeah. best fight you've ever seen. But it's the that's the one of the best, if not the best fight I've seen in the last six months, year. It's insane. The, I mean, we could we could rank them. I don't know. I dude, don't. It's there's so many good fights, but this one was ridiculous. But the shots that they were taking were fucking ridiculous, and Hooker's eye was was sliced way to fuck open. Uh, Poirier. That one, I thought he was getting knocked out. That one, the the one exchange, he he was yeah, he got rocked. He kept dropping his hands, and I thought he got like stunned on his feet. It's fucking. I I, I have nothing to say with that. I don't. Who, no one wants to fight either of those fucking guys. No, um, no. Yo, even your girlfriend was fucking into it, dude. She was like, "It's punch for punch. It's it's blow for blow." Yeah. How do you do this? Like what the fuck? It was awesome, dude. Like uh, did it? I, we didn't really learn anything though. I will say that by the end of the fight, they they really were toe for toe at the beginning of that. I a lot of people I were seeing on Twitter was saying that Hooker had it two to one by at the end of the third, which I could definitely see. Yeah. But for the most part, I would have considered it even. But by the end of it, I would say Hooker was like a smidge more tired. His gas tank was a little bit more empty than Poirier. I don't think that anyone could be confident in judging that fight. Oh no, no! It was so back and forth with the takedowns, the submission attempts. Yeah. I'm not. I'm happy that Dustin won because I I was kind of rooting for him because he's a nicer guy. Yeah, I like him too. But if Hooker won, I mean, I think they made the right decision. But if Hooker won, how the fuck can you? You'd have to go back and watch that round for round and like write shit down. Yeah. To actually yeah. make an, a, a a good assessment of it, because by the end of the first, by the end of the second round, I stopped judging in my head because yeah. I didn't think it was gonna go to the judges. But we what did we learn from that? That they're tough fuckers who who know how to fight that this division is fucking stacked is what we learned yeah dude we did like i want i just i i want more i don't know what to say about the fight i don't know i don't have the words for that fight oh i will they did score one round 10 8 i think that would have been the fifth but even then hooker had a takedown i know that they're scoring it more leniently like they're putting 10 8s yeah. more, but still, that seems a little I would be interested to see what round was the 10 8 round. I was trying, I spent a good amount of time trying to think about it. And yeah. I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, I, I mean, this that's fight of the year contender right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So let's go on to a, <laughs> another crazy, crazy fight. Crazy fight. Um, Mike Perry versus Mickey Gall. Uh, Gall was looking really sharp with his striking. He's known yeah. as, a, as, a, as a grappler. But Mike Perry is just a fucking wild dude, right? He doesn't have a corner. any cornerman. He has a cut man. 
but his cornerman is his girlfriend, who I doesn't I don't believe fights at all or trains really. But she was the one apparently that was doing all his pad work with him, and he didn't. He only sparred like twice for how the you, whole you... camp. But he came out and he looked very composed for for as far as how we've seen him sometimes in the past, and he looked fantastic. Yeah, this was as professional as I've ever seen him. Yeah, he looked fantastic. And against somebody like Mickey Gall, I mean, people give Mickey Gall a lot of shit yeah. because he fought CM Punk. Okay. And, you know, I think it's unjust, unjustly so because, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, you beat CM Punk as a professional wrestler. He didn't do shit. But the kid's, no, the kid's fucking legit. Yeah. Right? He's legit. And Mike Perry couldn't put him away. And he he's a fucking animal. Like, there was times in there where Mickey Gall did everything right, but Perry was just such a fucking gorilla. He's like, nope. Nope, sorry. Different kind of human. They said at one point, they're, he, instead of like stuffing the takedown, you're just like, no, I'm stronger. You're not. Yeah, that's no. basically what it was. Yeah. But even Perry, like. He's a big dude there was for a, a small dude. Yeah. But he, again, another thing, made weight without really anyone in his camp. Like he's man. It's, it's so, such an anomaly because usually wild guys need like some direct, like somebody to like direct them. Focus. Yeah, yeah, and it would you could say that it was his his girlfriend, but she she doesn't know what to do with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think because she's not trained. So what the fuck? But the fact that he did everything himself and he came out and had a performance like that against a guy like Mickey Gall is I I I can't wait to see him get into a camp that he fits in. Yeah, and yeah. train with guys who who he gets along with and all this shit. And the post fight in, uh, interview was fucking hilarious when he's like. You're going to give me a hundred grand and then think I'm not going to spend it. Like take that shit out. Take the taxes out before you fucking give me my money. It's fucking like it's a tale. It's as not time. how it works, Mike. It's a tale as old as time when it comes to fighters not paying taxes on their That's income. That's a lot of sports athletes. Yeah. It's great at uh, what they do. Actors, everything. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's never on. If he's on anything, I'm always like, I, I got five minutes to listen to what Mike Perry has to say. He just always, always a showman. Yeah, dude, it was an amazing fight. I, I'm going the opposite route. I hope he never finds a camp, and I hope he's always just having his girlfriend in his corner because that was. It's hilarious, but it's I, hilarious. He's there's so much potential there. Yeah, if he can just lock it down, he needs to keep the craziness, but he's got to have it directed, and he's got to have somebody like, listen, we'll take care of your finances. You're not gonna live in your car anymore, like we're gonna take care of that. You just go do what you do. He needs the right people because. He, he has been taken advantage of in the past, and I, I can see how he could be like jaded by that fucking shit. Oh, 100%. I think that's why he didn't have a corner here because yeah. he was like, I'm, I need the money, and I'm tired of people taking my money, and, and rock, I, you know, that kind I, of shit. I get it. Like, yeah. But you need someone you can trust in your corner. Yeah. Literally. And there was also your girlfriend. Uh, an exchange there where he had, he used, if he did it by accident, it was a fantastic accident. But, he used a head and arm triangle choke to, and he held onto it in the transition to, to, to reverse the position and get a mount, almost a full mount. And he's against a guy like Mickey Gall. Like that is, High that's level. very, that's very uh, impressive of somebody like that's Mike Perry known as a brawler to pull something like that on Mickey Gall. It just all around, everything just worked for Mike Perry. So maybe he should have his girlfriend. Maybe we should just shut the fuck up. It worked. He's yeah. 1-0 with this strategy. Yeah. Can't knock it.
Jones. All right. Then we have what I'm considering a little bit of the lull of the night. Good fight, but compared to the rest, not quite. Yeah, it was kind of a dud. Um, this one. Gian uh, Vellante versus Morris Green. Yeah, there was. There, there, this one was. Uh, it's a heavyweight fight, so it's not going to be action packed like you know the lighter weight classes for the most part. I mean, there's a lot of them that are, but it. Valenti caught him with a big shot. Let's just skip to the end of the fight. Yeah. Caught him with a big shot. Green got him in like a a half head and arm triangle choke, but it wasn't really a head and arm triangle choke. I think that Valente was just so tired, he couldn't fight it off, and he was so exhausted that had he not been that tired, I don't think he would have got tapped. I agree. And the full mount was there the whole time in the in the exchange. Like he all he had to do was just a little bit of explosiveness there, but he, yeah, did, he just yeah. didn't have anything left. He, he, yeah, he had zero left to him. This is all cardio. Yeah, a lesson in cardio. And he could have he. I mean, easier said than done. Could have yeah. finished him, but he had him in the perfect position there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think he tapped because he got exhausted. Yeah, I, agree I think that you. was more from exhaustion. I mean, I could be wrong. Could have just been two big guys. There's no room, but. It didn't look good. No, it didn't. I, I mean, we say this all the time, but it's easy to say these kind of things considering I was sitting on the couch having my second cup of coffee and still falling asleep. That's true. But th- that's from the outside perspective. It just wasn't a good look. That fight seemed longer than the last three fights before it. It did. It did. I By the end of the second round, I thought the fight was over. Yeah. I, I was kind of excited. Yeah. All right. That's because we're spoiled. That We're very spoiled. Been nothing but phenomenal fights for the past several weeks. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right, then we have Brendan Allen versus Kyle Dukas. Dukas? Dukas. Dukas. Dukas? Dukas. This one was a fucking nutty one, too. This was a nutty so, one. Blood. Brendan Allen tunes up Kyle. Bleeding with Duk- pain. Dukas? Dukas. Splits his fucking eye open. Hardcore. Like, bad. Yeah. Bad. Bad split. And... Looks like he's going to be taking over the fight. But then it fucking comes back around, and Kyle drops Allen at the end of the second. And that was a, that was the fight where I was I was texting uh, my buddy Mo, who trains at Miller Brothers. That's why we were talking about Mickey Gall coming up. We're just bullshitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like not paying attention to this one. But I just kept looking up when all the big shit happened. So I... I can't really judge this one. I don't know if it went the right way. I think it did, but this is another one that it was so back and forth. Yeah. I think almost all the judges scored this 30-27. There might have been a couple of 29-28s. I, I can't remember. But it could. It was one of those ones where each round was close. But Well, the, that was the other thing, too. Uh, Mike Perry, did somebody – no. What was the fight where somebody scored – a round for where the one guy didn't win one round, but he definitely won one round. I think it was this fight. What do you mean? There was a fight here where one of the scorecards was red and it was somebody didn't win a single win a single round. I think it was this fight. I think one judge gave all three rounds to Allen. Yeah, you might be right with that, I think. I'm pretty sure it was. Because I remember thinking, like, I know I wasn't paying attention, but that doesn't seem right at all. Well, there was only three decisions. So it was either Perry's fight, Poirier's fight, which wasn't either of those, and it, or it was this one. So it was this one. Yeah. Yeah. Then it, And, yeah, that's that's the one it was. Unless I'm totally just making that up because it is late. It is kind of late over here in the studio. All right, we're moving on. 
Real quick, there's not a lot to talk about with this one. Takashi Sato versus Jason Witt. Blasted him. Blasted him. It was quick. It was beautiful. Kadoosh. Kadoosh. Yeah. Right out. Hard shot. Yeah. He wasn't even tired. Big old smile on his face. Bad. Bad. And then, you know, champion of the weirdest body award (laughs) for Sean Woodson. Strangest frame I've ever seen. He has a weird body. His legs are thin. Yeah, this one was actually one of the most impressive fights, in my opinion, on this card. Sean Woodson a lot. was an undefeated fighter. I mean, like sleeper fight. Undefeated fighter coming in against Julian Erosa. I think they said this is Julian's third stint in the UFC. I don't think he had a contract up until this past Wednesday. Didn't know he was fighting on this card. Took the fight. I was at three days notice, four days notice. Had a cut weight, comes in against uh, Sean Woodson, an up-and-coming prospect who's I've never seen him fight for. Fucking nasty with his hands, dude. Yeah, he was. Nasty he was. with his hands. Very, um, uh, what's the word? Like, unpredictable. And lulls you to sleep with like these, the, just this like constant like smooth motion and then just pops him out there. He looks almost like he's throwing things very slowly. But he's not. It's so weird the way he does that. I agree. I actually had this thought, like, as the fight was going on. Because, like, he, you're right. He had, like, these unorthodox, like, almost kind of cliche-like. Like, hands, hand- like, like Bruce Lee hands a cloud yeah, shit. Yeah, I was thinking he's, like, doing, like, the drunken monkey fight. Yeah. Like, like that's the but only way I could put super it. Super effective. Was, he was winning. Yeah, and super it, effective. Yeah, in my book, he was at least the first two rounds. And I think he was winning the third round up until he got caught. Yeah, you know, the first two rounds, he was, de- like... Julian, this is another one that was super close. It was super close. Woodson definitely won the first round. Yeah, second round was a lot closer, and and Erosa started reading a lot. Like his head movement improved greatly, and he was reading the shots coming off of Woodson, so he was slipping a lot, a lot better. The third round, it, it was even more so. And then when he they went to the ground, like he needed a finish. Yeah, I think yeah. in my yeah. opinion, he needed a finish, and he fucking went for it and got it. Like, crazy. he went for it and got it, and I think he got a Darce choke, right? I believe he had a Darce choke. Yeah, I think And right. it was so tight. Like, he rolled over, and I started screaming, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it. And then he pinned him. But how fucking nutty is that, where you go from, like, you don't have a contract with the UFC to four days ago, you don't know if you're going to get, you know, you're not even a, an employee there. Yeah. And now you're you're an underdog, and you upset on the on a main card the uh, undefeated summer. prospect. Yeah. Fucking Absolutely fantastic. Insane. Fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. You couldn't write a better story. And the the, the more the most impressive thing, not the mo- one of the most impressive things with this fucking fight was that he never there was never a point in this fight when Arosa was discouraged. He never took his foot off the gas. He was pressuring Woodson, which is what tired him out. Yeah. And Never for a second did it look like he was like, I'm just going to take this front. Or like defeated. There was never a second. Which, when you're down two rounds to none, it's hard to have hope. Especially when, you know, upcoming prospect, he's tuning you up. Your face is a mess. Fucking awesome. Love it. Yeah. Full carb is fucking fantastic. it's It's all attitude, dude. I mean, it's not all attitude, but it's all attitude. That's what I say when I sit from the couch watching the fights. Oh, yeah. I'm the best watcher ever. Ever. You know what? That last fight, the main card, I paced. I didn't sit on a couch. I walked back and forth. That's true. You know what? You probably outputted more energy 
pacing behind that couch than then, those two did in that five-round fight. Combined. God damn it. You know what? This is the real people's champ. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, dude, I don't know how much lo- we're gonna end up getting disappointed I, with the, with point. a card, and I hate to say it, we're due for a disappointing card. And next weekend's card has three title fights, and I'm getting what? super hyped no, up. I'm t- I'm, we're I know, of, I'm we're... getting the bad juju out now. I'm just saying it out loud to get rid of it, to get rid of the bad what juju. Are you doing? I'm getting rid of it. We've been blessed with how many fucking good cards in a row, and we got to keep it going. I'm just saying, let's get it out there. We're we're there's no way. You're, you're making me nervous here, dude. We're cutting this off before Andy can say anything else. Just saying, bro. What do you guys think of these fights? Leave a comment down below letting us know. Also, Poirier and Hooker, who do you guys want to see them fight next? There's a lot of options out there. And honestly, I don't even know where to begin. I don't. I don't. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the little bell notifications. You can make sure you get all of our videos. We come out with a ton of content because we are absolutely ridiculous and have no lives. Don't forget to go to BrodownPro.com for a cool-ass Brodown gear. Where we have, now officially, new D&D shirts. <gasps> oh, snap. If you're into D&D, tabletop games, you're a super fucking nerd, go to BrodownPro.com. Rep your class with the new D&D shirts. shirts. All right, well, we're not putting him in charge of marketing anymore. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh.